The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss the importance and benefits of data warehousing. Joining us is Tejas Manahar, who is the co-CEO of HighTouch, which is a reverse ETL platform that enables modern teams to activate their data from cloud data warehouses to their many business and marketing applications. And in addition to providing us with our guest today, HighTouch is a sponsor of the MarTech Podcast. And today, Tejas and I are going to discuss the data warehouse and why it's your most powerful marketing tool. All right, here's the first part of my conversation with Tejas Manahar, the co-CEO of HighTouch. Tejas, welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for having me, Ben. Very excited to have you on the show. And first off, let me start off by saying thank you. You and HighTouch are sponsors of the MarTech Podcast, so you help us produce our content. Thank you for supporting our show, and thank you for your time to come here and talk to us a little bit about data warehousing and CDPs. Excited to chat. Me as well. So let's get right into it. There's a big innovation that's happening, and HighTouch is pushing the frontier on the bleeding edge of a new wave of technology, The what we're calling composable, CDPs. There's been a lot of change in the tech stacks that marketers need. We started off with everybody needs a CRM. Thank you, Salesforce. Everything is moving to the cloud. Everybody has some sort of a cloud solution. Then there were CDPs, and now we're kind of going back towards composable, CDP or reverse ETL, which all means that your data warehouse is becoming more and more important. Talk to me a little bit about why your data warehouse is the most powerful tool for a marketer. So yeah, quick intro on myself. I'm Tejas, one of the founders of HighTouch. We're a company based in San Francisco in the data and marketing tech space, sort of bridging those two worlds together. And prior to founding HighTouch, I was an early engineer at Segment. So one of the first 30, 40 employees at Segment, one of the original CDPs. So why the data warehouse is an important or the most powerful tool in the marketing tech stack? Honestly, the biggest thing that I've seen over the last 10 plus years in marketing technology and just for marketers in general is that they've been searching for this idea of a source of truth. What's my source of truth for data? Is it spreadsheets? <laughs> that was the answer for some time. Is it a CRM, like a Salesforce or Adobe or one of the next generation solutions like Phrase? Is it BI reports? But like, where am I going to use as my source of truth for data? Is it a CDP? And what we've been finding is over the last 10 years, with the evolution of the cloud, 
lots of companies, like most companies, have actually been investing in a cloud data warehouse like Snowflake or Databricks or Google Cloud or AWS as a sort of source of truth for their business. It's been way easier than ever to dump tons and tons and tons of data into there. And now with all the tools on the market, marketing teams can finally use that to both analyze and activate their data freely. You know, going back to early in my career, I worked at eBay in the internet marketing department. And I remember sitting next to and working closely with the data and analytics team. And I never understood why those were two teams. And there was one team that was responsible for collecting the data and cleansing it. Another team that was responsible for building the reports. And I always thought that those two things should be sitting together. And as technology has become either more rich or simplified itself, now it's not data and analytics. It seems like it's data analytics and marketing are all sort of being combined. There was basically a rule that everybody that worked in our paid search team had to speak fluent SQL so they could get access to the data directly from the database as opposed to the rest of the teams in the marketing department were all relying on other people. And I was always hesitant to learn SQL because I felt like it was moving backwards in my career, basically going farther into being an operator as opposed to being strategic and hopefully becoming an executive today. It seems like marketers in general have bucked that trend and now we are all need to be able to get access to data from its fundamental source in the data warehouse. Talk to me about the technical need for someone these days to be able to go directly to the data warehouse and be able to get the data they need, build their reports, and understand what's happening in their business. I remember those days as well. I mean, the whole technical landscape has changed a lot over the last decade. Previously, to use a data warehouse or one of these tools, you need a whole team of administrators and needed to talk to data engineers to figure out how to pump through this information. And it's just gotten a heck of a lot simpler with technologies like Snowflake over the last decade. But towards your specific question, SQL knowledge and more than SQL knowledge, you know, data literacy and the ability to find answers that you need and use data in a self-service way as a business person, in my opinion, is a superpower for anyone, whether you're at a startup, a mid-sized company, or one of the largest enterprises in the world, being able to access data to answer questions like, how's my campaign performing? Or to plan campaigns better by answering questions similar to how many people are in this particular audience versus another audience are just so integral to being able to move fast and make more educated and informed decisions on a day-to-day -day basis. And then taking it a step further, individuals who are not just able to answer questions and ask questions, but then able to operationalize data and automate data to make more powerful campaigns, customer experiences, or even business workflows, like getting notifications when certain things change or go off trend, just become some of the most efficient folks in the organization, frankly. So from a technical perspective, data literacy and data accessibility have become some of the most game changer skills for people really in any role. And that's why I think more and more companies are emphasizing, hey, how are you leveraging data in your role? How are you thinking about developing your own technical skills so that you can progress to the next level? So is the answer that everybody that works in marketing should start focusing on their data literacy, learning the languages that they need to be able to pull information directly from the database, or is it that they need to learn how to use specific tools? Hey, look, I am a great mathematician. Wonderful. I can do all these advanced calculations. Great. Congratulations. But somebody else that understands how to use Excel can do the exact same thing and probably do it faster. Is it a data literacy question or is it a tooling and understanding how to take advantage of technology problem? 
First off, I'll state it clearly. I don't think every marketer needs to go learn SQL. Oh, thank God. (laughs) That is just a crazy (laughs) proposition. Will some marketers benefit from knowing SQL? For sure. Yeah, like it is a superpower if you do learn SQL. But there's honestly just so many skill sets in the world that anyone can learn at a given time. And I don't think the most important thing to be solved is for every single person in the marketing department to learn SQL. What I think is more important is actually just the ability to understand data, to have data literacy, to embed data and analytical thinking into your day-to-day, and then to have tools and knowledge of how to use tools that actually allow you to operate on this data. So my perspective is that every role these days at a business, whether you're a growth marketer, a lifecycle marketer, they're on the paid side or the CRM side, whether you're even in another department of the business like support or sales, pretty much lives out of a set of tools that's purpose-built for them and their role these days. For example, Salesforce or Adobe or Facebook ads or LiveRamp or all these different systems. And the biggest unlock that I think a business can have is getting reliable data that's reliable, quality, complete data into those tools and in the hands of business teams so that they don't have to learn all this technical skill set in order to activate their data. And that's actually what we've been focusing on at High Touch. So, you know, not making marketers go learn skills like SQL, but just putting data into their hands and the tools that they actually live in. I feel like the most important tools for marketers have changed probably three or four times within the last, I don't know, five years or so. And honestly, five years ago, my feeling is the most important tool for a marketer was to understand how to use the Facebook marketing tools, right? Understanding what levers to pull because it was so easy to get traffic, targeting, manipulate data just off platform to get it on. And then there's obviously some throughput, but you could basically throw money at the problem. That has since changed. And we went to this wave where your CRM was probably the most important. And then there was the rise of, you mentioned the brand before, segment or the sort of CDPification of the world. Now we're going into a much more technical platform. So is it easier to prop up and use a data warehouse directly today than it used to be? And if so, what is the purpose of a CDP if people are going directly to the data warehouse to be able to access their data? First, it might be helpful to just talk about it at a bird's eye view, what kind of a platform like Hightouch really unlocks. And that is that companies are investing tons and tons and tons and tons of data into these data warehouses. There's data coming in from finance department, from the product teams with orders or transactions or merchandise. There's data coming in from marketing, from ad campaigns, all into this central hub that's used across the whole business, predominantly for analytics. And the proposition that we're bringing to the market with this idea of a composable CDP or reverse ETL platform is that, hey, your whole company is investing in the data warehouse solutions like Snowflake that you're querying in tools like Tableau or Microsoft Power BI or Looker as the source of truth in the company for analytics. Why don't you just activate that data? I think a lot of problems in marketing come down to just a problem of data activation. As an example, I see so many marketing teams out on the market searching for a tool to help them do personalization better in their emails or create more omni-channel experiences across different channels that take into account where the user is in a particular journey. And the hardest problem that I see when you actually inspect those customers and those companies and figure out what they're doing is that it's not a tooling problem. You don't need a new tool. You don't need a Braze or an Iterable or an Adobe to actually run those sorts of campaigns. What you need is a reliable way to get data that says, where is that customer? What are they thinking about right now? 
What's the journey been like into those tools so that it can be activated? So the big pitch of a composable CDP or a solution like HighTouch that basically stands up a whole CDP solution on top of your data warehouse isn't some sort of technical Puritan view. It isn't a philosophical debate. It's just the idea that if you already have all that data, why go through the effort of standing up a CDP from scratch and tracking all your data from scratch and calling in engineers to do this whole six to 18 month project just to get up and going? Why not just activate the data you have and turn that into a real-time feed? And that's what we make dead simple. So Tejas, give me one sort of final thought here. As we think about the problems that marketers are trying to solve and where technology or training or process comes into play, what's your advice for marketers to make sure that they are making the most out of their time, effort, and budget? I actually have a strong perspective here. So the first and foremost thing that I would say is that focus on the business problem. So focus on what is the specific business problem that you're actually trying to solve with any sort of new marketing tech project, marketing tech purchase especially. I find so many teams are buried and buried in content from all these different MarTech vendors that make broad promises like, we'll help you build a single source of truth or we'll help you build hyper-personalized campaigns or infinite amounts of audiences, etc. And really don't take the time to take a step back and say, what's the problem we're trying to solve today? And especially in this economy, what is the fastest way to solve that and see ROI? And that's really where I see companies starting to take this new approach of leveraging existing investments like the data warehouse and saying, I could go out in the market and I could buy a fancy smancy marketing tool, or I could just start making a really streamlined way to take data from the data warehouse and activate it in all the systems I already use at my company. And I think these more lean, nimble solutions are actually going to be the future of technology in the data space and the MarTech space. Because ultimately, so many problems in marketing and marketing technology come down to a data activation problem whether it's being able to analyze your campaign performance or whether it's being able to run a personalized customer journey. Keeping up with the Joneses is always a mistake. It's always expensive. And we get a lot of that in the marketing community. Oh my gosh, I need a new, whatever the tool of the day is. There are 9,000 or probably more at this point, MarTech tools that are out there. And some of them are point solutions and some of them actually solve problems you may have. But a lot of the times marketers are buying solutions because they feel like it's a trend in marketing that they need to stay up on, not necessarily something that they need to invest in to solve a discrete problem. And the more you can get access to that underlying data, the less you need some of those other tools to solve your point solution problems. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Tejas Manahar, the co-CEO of HighTouch. Join us again tomorrow when Tejas and I continue our conversation talking about why the composable CDP is your next-gen tech. If you can't wait till our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Tejas, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Tejas Monahar. That's T-E-J-A-S-M-A-N-O-H-A-R. Or you could visit his company's website, which is hightouch.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. 
And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.